Pokémon. Get it done fast. And we're gonna start quickly, and then, and then I'm gonna go home. And then you get here, and I'm like, eh, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you like mimosas in the biggest mason jar ever. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I got us a magnum today. It was, but normally we get two magnums or like two huge bottles. Uh huh. Today I only got one magnum. So I was it's like, fine. I was it's like fine. control growth. Control growth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Um, the Rick and Morty. Oh, you don't watch Rick and Morty? Yeah, yeah. There's this one part where they're just listening to a tape and they're like, experience, intelligence. It's just like human music. It's funny. That's funny. Anyways, you have to be there. It's fine. I I think Jordan I, would laugh right now. I watched like one Rick and Morty episode, but, um, and then like the summer happened. And so I was like, goodbye, Rick and Morty. Oh yeah. You're I need like, to watch I it because I know I would love it. But, um, I it is, it's just, it. it's weird animation and you just need to, it takes like two or three episodes to get used to that. Yeah. But after that, you forget about it and it's the most hilarious thing yeah. ever. Part of Rick and Morty that annoys me is the Rick and Morty hardcore fans that are like, you have to be extremely intelligent to get the jokes. Like, you oh. know, all the super fans say that. And I'm like, that's just so annoying and douchey. No, yeah. I mean, there's probably some that require, like on average, there's probably some of that, but I, I probably don't even get them. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't just, think you do. The though. Rick and Morty super fans like that always piss me off. So I was I like, mean, it's a fucking like comedy show. They probably listen to like Wisecracks on YouTube, which I think they got really big doing mm. the philosophy of Rick and Morty and, mm. and like looking at nihilism versus absurdism and stuff like mm. that. And that's that's probably what they're like alluding to. Yeah. So I, I always made fun of the Rick and Morty It's fans fucking like funny that. no matter what. Because I watched like one episode with you and I thought it was really funny. Yeah. I just, uh, and then all the Rick and Morty fans are like, you have to be a special type of intelligence no, to enjoy. No, you don't. And I was like, you pretentious asshole. Yeah. I'm like, that's like watching Friends being like, you have to be a special type of white They have a character named Mr. Poopy Butthole. Whoever's saying that can like shove their poopy butthole. Their poopy buttholes up other people's poopy buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> their other people's intelligent poopy buttholes. <laughs> yeah. Y'all yeah. can just finger each other's intelligent poopy buttholes. And someone just like unfollow. Never. Because they're so fucking offended right now. Because they. Mr. They poopy butthole. are getting flashbacks of themselves saying, you have to be in very intelligent. To oh, right. Enjoy Rick yeah. and Morty. So they're like, dear up. God, no. <laughs> no. Chan and Corey think I'm an asshole. We do. Fact. <laughs> You're a fucking asshole. And we are also assholes. We know that. Let us finger you. <laughs> Let us finger your poopy butthole. <laughs> Let us finger your poopy butthole. True. <laughs> Podcast title right Podcast there. Podcast title, done. <laughs> Corey, you're good. Three minutes and 45 seconds, you got it. <laughs> you're good, Corey. Just stop editing the podcast. You're going to listen to this in like a week and be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I'll be all sober. <laughs> right. In Texas, at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Let's get to my faggot fact. Yes, wait. Hello, everyone. That was a smooth transition. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it wasn't a smooth transition. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Hello. One day we'll get this down. One day. It is episode 12. 12. 12. Wow, 12 already. That's it's crazy. 12, guys. Um, so, hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Anyways, How's Your Sex Life? Life. Life. <laughs> <laughs> we are your slutty hosts. I'm Corey. I'm Channa, and right next to me is the most important oh, host God. of all, Toulouse. He's being extra cute tonight, y'all. Just, he like, is. fucking extra cute. He, he knows is. it. He's been, like, cuddling on Corey's chest. He is currently purring next to me. Ugh. He's so fucking cute tonight. He is the real star of this podcast. Yeah. We all know that, obviously. Simone will grace us with her presence later on, but that'll be an event. Yes, it'll be a fucking event. Yeah. Like, the, <laughs> the heavens will open up, and Simone will be like, meow, and then walk away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's like, going back to Jordan, bye. Well, Fuck hope you all. you all had a wonderful uh, holidays, wonderful new year. Yes, true. Um, it's 2019. Yes. 
Welcome 2019. Lots of goals. Yes. Most goals, of them goals, are goals. very conceited. Goals, goals, goals. <laughs> when y'all are hearing this, it's 2019. It's not 2019 for us. We have to be honest yes. and transparent about we this. We have to be T- TBH about this. Yeah. Uh, we're both... I'm going to be gone for two weeks. Corey's gone for a week. Yeah. So we had to record a bunch of episodes. So just be happy time. that you're getting fucking episodes. And don't be a twat about it. Yeah. Don't but, be a fucking yeah. twatter about it. So right now, we're speaking to the future. It's 2019. Hope everyone is getting drunk right now. I hope you worked out today, you fucking bitch. Because everyone knows your New Year's resolution is to work out. And yeah, if you didn't you work fucking out... fucking bitch, go work out. Most likely us too. We probably are not working out this yeah, day. Go work out and listen to us. One thing oh, to start totally. in this new year, which I talked about a few episodes ago, and it's on our Instagram highlight story, is our drinking game. Oh, what? So yeah. So w- what a better way to kick off the new year than ditch all of your New Year's resolutions and start drinking <laughs> and with like, us. N- don't go work out. Go home and do a drinking yeah, game so, listening to us so, while you're eating. Yeah, while you're contemplating right now in the car, should I go home and make a sad chicken and work out, or should I go home... Pick up a bottle of champagne and get wasted with Chan and Corey. You get, like, in and out. Obviously do that. In and out, bottle of champagne, listen to us and drink. Yes, obviously mm-hmm. do that. Because most likely, on this day, when this episode's released, we will be doing that. I will be yep. eating a veggie burger, and Corey will be eating a normie in, in burger. And yeah. And uh, we will be getting shit-faced, most likely. Your body can wait till 2020. It's more monumentous than 2019. That's true. Yeah. Fuck 2019. Fuck 2019. Yeah, okay. Everyone... No, actually, 2019 is going to be fucking awesome. It is. Film-wise and video game-wise. Fuck. Yeah, Anyways. and uh, life-wise, most likely. And life-wise, very true. Big things are happening. Be true for all of us. For all of us, yeah. yeah. So lots of big changes are happening in 2019. We'll talk about that later, but for now, let's get into Corey's faggot fact. Woo. So my faggot fact is about uh, Sapo, or Sapo, or however you want to say it. Um, I, sa- I talked about her. A couple times back and said that I would do her a few times back. Yeah, he would. And now I'm doing her. Not oh. literally because she's lesbian, so she wouldn't like that. So I'm not going to do that because there's no consent. And also gay man. And also a gay man. So like no consent either way. <laughs> so maybe like the double negative of, of consent Whoa. makes consent happen. Sh- Brock Turner, is that you? Brock Turner, is that? I, I pull up a mask. I'm like, dun, 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 dun. Ah! <laughs> it's me. <laughs> or it's Brock Turner. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Okay, so Sappho was an archaic Greek poet from the island of Lesbos, known for her <laughs> lyric poetry. Lesbos, yeah, and that's where we get lesbian. <laughs> we, we, I mentioned that. That was the fact that I mentioned where she was mentioned. Yes, and I probably so, went, huh, just like that. Um, her lyric poetry was written to be sung while accompanied by the lyre, and um, she composed around a ten thousand lines, it is believed. And her poetry is well known and greatly admired throughout much of uh, antiquity and well into today. So it was like. When we when we look at ancient Byzantine or not ancient but you know mid tenth century Byzantine Empire mm-hmm. and even like the early and Roman Empire they knew who she was That's and cool. they used her works and stuff like that like lesbians am I right yeah and she's even mentioned satirically comedically and seriously in Grecian plays and stuff oh like that's that. cool yeah yeah. Um, so that's like side side note. <laughs> so oh God, look at Sappho's poetry is still considered extraordinary, extraordinary, and her works continue to influence other writers even till today. Beyond her poetry, she is well known uh, as a symbol of love, and her, or, yes. sorry, she's known as a symbol of love and desire between women. Wow, reading it's hard. Reading's hard. We get um, it. Most of Sappho's poetry is now lost, and most of what has survived are only fragments of her poems. But there is one complete poem that we have from her, and is called "Ode to Aphrodite." It's called Two Girls, One Cup." <laughs> <laughs> it's like written in screenplay format. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like also by J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Music by Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. My fucking god, that would I would watch that, right? I would <laughs> or I'd read that. I'd read that screenplay. <laughs> yeah. I'm never watching Two Girls One Cup. I am a pure human soul, guys. I've seen it. I have never seen Two Girls One That's... Cup, and I will like that'll be the last thing I say on my bed on my on deathbed. your deathbed. I will just show you like, it. <laughs> everyone will say Rosebud, but I'm just like I never saw Two Girls One Cup, and then I die. I just stab you in the chest. <laughs> I'm like, you just you. you just open my eyes and then make me watch yeah, it. Yeah, right. I like hold up the screen. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get into heaven. God will be like, you're gay. Mm. And I'll be like, hey, but I never saw two girls, one cup. And he'll be like, okay, that's, that's that something. shows restraint. Yeah. Yeah. For all the millennials out there, that's fucking something. Yeah, that's fucking something. <laughs> it is not until the Hellenistic period that the first uh, testimonial, which explicitly discusses Sappho's homo- homoeroticism, are preserved. The earliest of it is a fragmentary biography 
written on papyrus in the late 3rd or early 2nd century BC, which state that Sappho was, quote, accused by some of being irregular in her ways and a woman lover. Hmm. This is uh, still highly debated today. So as explained a teeny bit earlier, she was recognized even in early Roman empires, and it wasn't until the late 3rd or 2nd century BC that it is actually written down that we have account of that she it was accused by some of being irregular in her ways and a woman lover. Mm-hmm. So it is still greatly disputed today whether or not she is actually a lesbian or is just the ra- way that she was okay. writing. So this is walking um, and stuff like that. So yeah, I feel here bomb says booty. He's just all over the place. Bye, booze. So um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fuck out, like, bye. Excuse me. He like knocks over incredibly expensive equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sappho may have uh, had a daughter named. Uh, Sa- Celius, C L E I S, and the I has two eyes over it, so there's some sort of accent there. I don't know. Celius, something like that. Isn't Celius a depression drug, like an antidepressant? Cialis. Cialis is a is like the alternative to Viagra. Okay, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Same thing, so, right? Sappho had a daughter named Cialis. Oh God. <laughs> um, no, I'm sorry. So the lesbian um, had a daughter. It is believed by some that she is her daughter, but it is also believed by others that it is uh, her lover, as some of the translations of Greek can be um, use a tender version of the word child, mm. but they also can be interpreted as the youthful beloved or as the, as the same way men in Grecian times would use towards a youthful beloved in a male homosexual uh, relationship that we've, we've talked about yeah. and that most gays know about in sort of a wives tale form. Yeah. Um, but that's, it's a real thing. That's interesting. Um, so then, uh, one fun little fact about her is that this is really fun. So I'm going to, I'm trying not going to mess it up because it's a little intricate. So I'll just read it word for word. So according to the Suda, which is a 10th century Byzantine encyclopedia, Sappho was married to, uh, Kirkylis of Andros. However, the name appears to have been invented by a comic poet. The name Kirkylis comes from the word, uh, Kirkos, a possible meaning of which is penis. And is not well. is not otherwise attested as a name, while Andros, as well as being the name of a Greek island, is a form of a Greek word, aner, which means man. Thus, the name by which she like jokingly uses that, or like is jokingly used that she's married to because she was like so against her opposed. In some versions, she was forced to marry this person. Um, it could be rendered as Dick Alcock from the Isle of Man. Wow, that's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty interesting. Dick Alcock would be my porn name. Dick Alcock. That's actually a really good that's name. That's like the yeah, most perfect porn name I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so you can tell she's like a little bit of a rebellious person. Um, she was, uh, her and her family were also exiled at one point for political reasons, and that's just sort of vented into her writing. It's believed uh, to some extent. And yeah, she just has some really beautiful writing. You can go type in Sapo or Sapo, however you want to pronounce it, Ode to Aphrodite. It's S A P P H O. That's fun. Yeah. So go lesbians. Yeah, go lesbians. So diving into lesbians or going off of that, I have some shout outs yes. today. Oh, we have shout outs? Yes. Oh, cool. One shout out is to an actual lesbian. Yes. Um, her name is Alice. She. Uh, Email us in saying thanks for the insidious suggestion. Me and my housemates are watching it tonight. She loves her podcast, and she also said, hey, can you do an episode on Alyssa Lamb? And I was like, hey, we just did one for New Year's Eve, so keep tuned. So stay tuned for Alyssa Lamb, which was last episode's. Yeah, so stay tuned. Yeah, you'll see that. I mean, by this time, it was a week ago. Fuck, this is hard. (laughs) Goddamn. (laughs) But yeah, so big shout out to Alice. Thank you so much. Um, We love, love, love hearing from our fans and talking to them. Yes, it makes it feel so great. Yeah, like she sent us like the whole thing, how she loves Insidious now because of us. Yeah. And I was like, thank you so much. So if you guys... Want to talk to us at all? Just feel free to email us, slide into our DMs. We love talking to you guys. We're not some like scary force. We are actually real people that would love talking to you guys. Yeah, so, yeah. You have something to say? Send, slide into our DMs. Other shout out. Oh my God! Can I give a rando shout out? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna pull this up too. So pardon the doop 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 doops when I pull it up on Podbean. So there's a guy or somebody. It looks like a guy admin. Who knows though? Why am I assuming? Goddamn. Fuck me. I'm gonna move my computer really um, quick. Hold on. So this person's called uh, Destiny Gonzalez943, and on our Podbean about a month ago, he said, I fucking love you guys so much, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, Um, heart smiley face, and then hearts. So go you. Um, We're just going to reply to you in person because I can't figure out how to fucking reply to you in Podbean because it won't let me. (laughs) 
Where did he give that shout out? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, well, uh, here's a shout out because you're actually the first time, first message we've ever got. So you get a double shout out. So go you. Yes, and you followed our Instagrams. You followed us on Instagram. Whoa, sorry. Oh, I fuck. was sorry, moving my laptop, so it was crazy. You just got a double shout out. You just got a DP shout out. Yes, I followed you on Instagram as well for my personal Instagram account. Oh, fuck yeah. Because okay. they followed us. So, um, yes, and it's a, she identifies as a the, woman. So. Oh, she does? God, yes. fuck me. Uh, I believe so. If I'm thinking of the same person. We've given a lot of shout-outs. I don't know. This is why I don't do the shout-outs. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, from this moment forward, will never do a shout-out ever again. Corey next week is like, and big shout-out to Paranormal Housewife. I'm like, I mention her every episode. <laughs> this is why I edit the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I handle social media and Corey does the editing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so my, uh, my last shout-out today is to their Instagram is at Harlem Finest 83. Ooh, Finest. Uh, they said, hey, shout out from New Zealand. I heard okay. about your podcast from a bunch of friends in New Zealand. So hello from New Zealand. What? And I was like, hello, People New Zealand. People are talking about us in New Zealand? Yes. That's fucking legit. So flash forward one month and we're going to be touring New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like do. pictures of us in the Shire. Yeah, right. Oh my like, God. Crying. We're, we're crying and we kill ourselves. Because <laughs> yeah, that's... we're in the Shire. We should hold a live podcast episode yeah, at the Shire. That'd I be crazy. Cry. I'm like, hey, everyone, you ready to get spooked? Everyone's yeah. like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> they just, like, roll up here as tourists, and they, like, brought some weird-ass microphones. <laughs> who the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so now let's jump into my spooky scoop. Yeah, spooky scoop. So my spooky scoop today, it's pretty quick. So there is a 50-square-mile section in Yellowstone National Park where one can get away with murder and other crimes. Uh-oh. Casual. I saw this when I was looking for supernatural shit yeah. like three days ago. So Brian Kalt, Cox, yeah, K A L T, a Michigan State University law professor, discovered the loophole in 2005 while researching jurisdictions for his article. Yellowstone National Park, like all United States national parks, is federal land, and if a person commits a crime there, it falls within federal jurisdiction. Under the Sixth Amendment, a person accused of a crime and has the right to a jury trial. The panel must consist of residents from the state and the federal district where the perp- <gasps> where but the perp- there's no people who live there. Yeah, exactly. So this is where the crime occurred. Um, so how does this murder zone come into play? There is a stretch of 50 miles within Yellowstone that crosses paths of Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. If someone were to commit murder on this piece of land, the crime would take place in the state of Idaho, but under Wyoming's um, under Wyoming's discretion. This portion of Yellowstone is unpopulated. Um, with no potential jury members living in the area. Therefore... So they can't have a trial by jury. Exactly. So they can't be tried. Exactly. Um, once Colt made the discovery, cool. he sent copies of his research to lawmakers with suggestions on how to fix the issue. His efforts provide, provided fruitless. Um, so this area of na- of Yellowstone National Park remains a murder zone. Still technically... Is a murder zone. Is a murder zone. Yes. So people probably do it. Well, I, I don't understand Let's why go. they want it. Let's go. It's just so fascinating to me. Like, how come we don't hear about people getting killed there? Because people secretively bring it? people there That's to kill insane. them. That's insane. We should we should join the mafia. Do three years of research. We're already and come part back. of the Illuminati. We already part of the Illuminati. So, Sorry, guys. Hmm. It's fine. The Illuminati is like fuck y'all. Like we hear like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 you don't even hear that. We just get taken. Ooh, they don't like kill black us. bags. The Illuminati doesn't head. kill people. That's so like old. We wake up. It's like Beyonce. She's like slapping the shit out of us. She's like, why did you tell them about the Illuminati? I'm like, do it again. I'm like, please do it again. I'm like, choke me. <laughs> do it harder. Do it harder, Beyonce. Do it harder. She's like, God damn it. She's like, Every time. Sluts. I'm like, spit in my mouth. She's like, I love it 10 years ago when people didn't like to be choked. Right. You're like, like, finger my butthole. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, the thumb, the thumb, use the thumb. She's like, what? So anyways, that's my spooky scoop today and some motherfucking shout outs. Yeah, spooky scoops. I love our little, I love our little facts. They're fun. I like to do them because it makes me feel like I'm a journalist for like five seconds. Because we are journalists. <laughs> As I go to Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> As I get my information and exclusively like, from like that, a blog. You know that meme where Peter um, from Family With Guy the, has the, the long nails? <laughs> my favorite is like looking at Zillow houses he can't afford. I'm like me every fucking night. Every oh my night. God, I saw that. Like I see that like, at least once every five months right. and I think of you every fucking Because <laughs> it's fucking me. <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> 
But seriously, that's how I feel. I'm like researching. Right. Yeah. I'm like murder facts. I'm like I'm researching something that's not an assignment for school. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm so smart. I'm like stuff about death. <laughs> <laughs> Top biggest facts about supernatural shit. Yeah. Right. It's like in my search. Scary. <laughs> scary shit. <laughs> scary shit. <laughs> Top ten biggest scary shit. <laughs> I just get not what I want. Yeah, right. It takes you immediately to Pornhub and to like some crazy mm. scatting videos. Mm. <laughs> my, my like next bag of facts about scatting. Right. We don't kink shame here. Except about scatting. <laughs> we, kink, we kink shame scatters. I'm sorry. We are not perfect people. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, so clearly fuck you. we're not perfect. You're no. in episode 12 now. So If I ever run for president, I can't now because I kink shame scatters. That's fine. true. If you that's why I can't, can't be president, I'm fine with that. Yeah. You can't, you can't, yeah. Yeah, I kink shame scatters. You can't. That's like 0.5% of our population. That's going to be like, you know, in the 2050 election oh, 2050? or whatever. Oh, 2050, yeah, yeah. Like when somehow I'm like an elected official. <laughs> They're like, anyways, how's your sex life? <laughs> Woo! Supernatural slut, Corey! Oh, no, because we're buying that island in the Philippines. Yes, we no, are! We're, yeah, we're buying that island in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's not a podcast. We're literally not that's buying. That's our private conversations outside yeah, of the private conversations, so we'll move on. Okay, so mine today is on, uh, my uh, scary shit today is on Davili's Cave. Yeah. Um, because I did something with Sapo. Sapo lives in, on the island of Lesbos. That's where she was. And that's, that's in the Aegean Sea with Greece. Um, this is a scary cave in Greece. So Davili's Cave, also known as the Cave of Pendeli or Penteli. When I was researching both places, the, the T and the D, the tits and the dick in each no. of these um, were switched each time. So it would either be Pendeli or Penteli. So that's the same thing. I'm talking about the same thing. Okay. I'll probably say Pendeli because he likes dick. Yeah. But I'll Pendeli. say Penteli because I like tits. Penteli. Ooh. Uh-huh. Um, so I also like dick. this cave is known as uh, the cave of Pendeli because it's located in Mount uh, Pentilicus. And Mount. Pentilicus was always with the T. So okay. it's probably Pentili. So we're probably taking the T's. Okay, and then a mountain the looks like tits. So tits. Tits. Moral story. Tits. tits. <laughs> <laughs> so this is located just northeast of Athens, about an hour or two out of Athens, like central city. Fun fact: this mountain was mined for its marble that was used to build the Acropolis. The cave is about 200 feet deep, oh. <laughs> um, and it's about 130 foot, uh, 30 feet wide, oh. and about 60 feet in height. Oh. And acts as an entrance to an intricate underground system of tunnels that are rumored to lead all throughout Athens, surrounding villages, and also underground lakes of water. There's even one that that is believed to uh, lead down into a large crevice that in ancient times was thought to be a way into hell. Because it's believed that you like this big cave. It's not crazy, crazy big, but it's a big cave. I mean, you know, 200 feet deep into the mountain, 130 feet wide, and then 66 feet, about 66 feet up. Mm. It's pretty big. That's a pretty big cave. Yeah. And it leads in the back of it. It opens up into this like underground system of tunnels. And it's rumored that they lead to the the near town of Pendeli or like Athens mm. and even just all over the place. That's There's cool. Crazy huge rumors. But one of these uh, tunnels is supposedly just you walk into a, a bigger cavern that is just a pit, a black pit hole. That's insane. That you can drop something down and you'll never see it. the light and the light will this disappear. Ca- this pit hole? Uh, no, not of this pit hole because it's more legend than anything oh, else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So if I say it's a legend, it's like totally legend, okay? Yeah. It, like most of it has it like. And legend says. Yeah, right? Yeah. Enter here. Enter into a pit hole. Enter into my pit hole. Sounds like my favorite porn. <laughs> so history. The cave is also known as Pan's Cave as the cave and the tunnels were used in ancient times for ceremonies dedicated to the god Pan and his nymphs. One of these tunnels even leads into a large underground hall, complete with a small lake and a very ancient temple dedicated to the Greek uh, to that Greek god. Also, there have been many artifacts depicting, depicting Pan and various nymphs that were found throughout these tunnels. Cool. This is real. This is fact. Okay, cool. Um, they're, they're even like along these tunnel system ways that are in, that are around, or like come from this cave there are a lot of grooves in the tunnel in the sides of the tunnel like where you would put stuff so like they thought they found like statuettes put there of the greek god pan and stuff like that like lining their way as they're going to their underground lake temple stuff like that so also during the middle ages in the 11th century to be exact there used to be um it was used by orthodox christian uh, christian hermits and later a small church was built at the entrance of the cave one part devoted to saint Spyridon, so I guess Spyro it really exists. Mm. Um, sorry, Catholics. 
And also one to St. Nicholas. And I wrote, yes, motherfucking sa- Satan. Because I actually accidentally put Satan instead of Santa. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> and I just realized that when I was going over my notes before. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yes, so yeah, Satan it literally Claus. is the one and only St. Nicholas. And this St. Nicholas is a, is, is a Greek. And he's an early bishop of the Christians. So he was like a bishop in the Christian in the third century, fourth century. I think he died in like 303. So like early fourth century. Mm-hmm. And that's before the Nicene Creed when like Catholicism became Catholicism. Mm-hmm. At least to my extent, I believe that's when Catholicism became Catholicism. Someone out there's like, wrong. <laughs> yeah. Someone's like, bitch, you suck. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't know everything. I'm sorry. You're like, what? <laughs> I have too much gay facts. But like, you guys I have can't. a podcast. You're supposed to know everything. I know, right? <laughs> And so, yeah, it's motherfucking Santa. Like this is Saint Satan. Nicholas, who he who would he would secretly give people gifts and not say anything, and mm-hmm. that's where like part of Santa Claus comes from. Satan Claus is this Grecian uh, bishop, early Christian bishop that nice. was basically Catholic, but he wasn't because Catholic wasn't a thing, you know. Then also, it was customary at this time to erect places of worship near near places of considered idolatry. So basically, other or pagan places of worship. So that's why the, these Byzantine Middle Age church was put here because mm-hmm. they were like, oh, the locals, or at least <clears throat> legend has it that people come in here and at, in early times at least would pray to these pagan gods, these Grecian you know, mythological nice. gods. So we need to put some shit here to make it more Christian. Yeah. Basic casual Christianity. Yeah. It's fine. Casual Christianity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. good. So, that would be a good Christian rock band. What? Casual Christianity. Casual Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i don't want to listen to that band i don't either but i'm saying if you were into that that would be a dope right game. i want to like i would listen to loose fart for five hours he's like done are you doing that <laughs> I'm doing it right now <laughs> i've been doing that since you started your podcast you like listen to the recording there's like giant fart noises in the background <laughs> <You're> like what <laughs> so the cave gets his modern name from a 19th century bandit who used it as a hideout so he's known as davelli Oh. Um, the bandit's real-life name was Christos uh, Natisos and acts as a Robin Hood-esque bandit. Um, it is believed that he hid his stolen treasures in the system of tunnels uh, that the cave leads to. And that's why people are always like, ooh, like maybe there's treasure down mm. here. And people will go and look in it, sort of just like how people will go into and then they the die. catacombs, as we yeah. talked about, like yeah, yeah, episode yeah. two or three, something like yeah, that. Yeah, the raves in the catacombs. Yeah, I mean, right? That'd be so fun. My favorite memory of the catacombs is <laughs> right? raves. Rave. Raves in the catacombs. I'd be Europe, so terrified, but I know I'm not going in the catacombs. No, fuck that You're going to go into a rave. In I watched catacombs. As Above, So Below. I'm not going to the You're going to take Molly in a goddamn catacomb for the podcast. Podcast. No, because I'm, t- <laughs> I'm going to take Molly and then trip balls because I'm in the fucking catacombs. Yeah, right. And then you everyone's going to leave me and I'm going to die. You call me like, I'm alone in the catacombs. I'm like, you fuck. I'm going to come haunt your ass if I die in the catacombs. I'm haunting Deal. your ass. Deal. I'm going to like fucking insidious your ass. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm going to become the red demon. Shit. The lipstick demon. If you ever see Valak in real life, just know it's me. Like, if I die and then you see Valak, I'm, I'm like, God damn, it's Chana. Chana, you bitch. And then I, like, appear next to you. I'm like, what, Corey? I'm just going like, to kill ah! myself so I can not be scared anymore. <laughs> I die. You're like, well. <laughs> well, time to become the red lipstick demon. <laughs> yeah. I want to avoid Chana pranking we me. We should just go, like, fuck people up together. We should. Just get double teen, double Gold. penetrated. By channel court. Anyways, I do sex life. We're still plugging your podcast, yeah. <laughs> and we're dead. <laughs> we're like, go watch it. Everyone's like, you're so annoying. I'm like, <laughs> so. Um, anyways. Anyway, so yeah, the bandit's name in real life was Christos Natisos, and he was sort of like a Robin Hood esque bandit. Yeah. And it's believed that his stolen treasures are within this system of tunnels that that the cave leads to. Everyone's like, let's go find some fucking treasure. There's also like a really sort of semi drawn out tale about him and his band of it's basically like a Robin Hood tale. Oh, that's cool. And that there even is one tunnel that is believed to lead from the mountain down into the city of Pendeli, so that that's at the base of the mountain. Um and it, it was supposed to leave to one of the mansions of his lover, which was a French duchess living in the village at the time. Gauls. Yeah. Gauls, right? To have like a bandit who oh God. Imagine you have this like Hot, hot ass, ass ruffian Whew. that just like lives in the mountain oh my god that like pagans used to worship at and then he comes through his tunnel uh, and then he comes in into both your he tunnel. comes into your tunnel oh, god shit. damn god damn i'm writing i'm writing a fucking fan fiction of this episode yeah god damn <laughs> go that french duchess fuck yes girl. yeah 
You're slaying. You figured out life. Yeah, you figured you you became rich and then you married a and then you like fuck a ruffian who lives in a cave. Yeah, go you. Go you. (laughs) I will never be that cool. Yeah. So first, um, I'm gonna go over sightings and then I'll go over to two specific stories. So the first one, are so I'm just gonna list off these sightings, just like list them off, get them done. List them, daddy. Yeah. So in the 19th century. Visitors to the cave often told of hearing the ghostly sounds of music, talking, and laughter that would echo from the depths of the caverns. In fact. Um, and then all throughout history, and especially now, there's sights of glowing orbs and shadowy mist-like forms of human figures that are walking in the cave and then also around the mountainside as you walk the trail up to the cave. Because I think it's about a mile to two, to two miles to get up to the cave. I'm scared. Yeah. But this is so cool. <clears throat> or the trail. It's not like that much elevation. Um, there have even been a few reports of strange creatures resembling sheep or goats. Ooh. That when you they look like sheep or goats, but they look a little bigger or a little bit more grotesque. Scott. And then when you approach them, they disappear. <laughs> shit, <laughs> isn't that crazy? That's some demon shit. Um, also, even some bi- bipedal cat-like creatures are seen off in the distance as night when people like reflect their eyes in the in the light, oh, and then like they the see these creatures. Video of Simone that I took earlier tonight. Yes, literally the video of Simone. <laughs> Did you post that on your podcast? Yours or the other one? Our podcast's oh, Instagram story. Oh, it is on our story highlights. Yes. You guys want to know what we're talking about. <laughs> so also cameras uh, cease to function in places within the caves and other part mm. and other parts. Uh, photographers show odd shapes and figures that weren't seen while the photo was taken. That's classic. Um, one time a doll was even found on the nearby nope. impassable mountainside nope. near the cave's entrance nope. and was eventually retrieved. The next morning, an identical second <gasps> doll was found in the exact same what? location. Just like, bam, weird. Just like. What the fuck? And this is a recent one. This is a more like in the 80s, 90s. That is an account from I'm the 80s, 90s. scared. Yeah. Current mood. Um, some investigators at the cave have be- all become severely disoriented. They're unsure of uh, where they are and how long that they got into the caves. And some people are like, why am I even in the caves? Like, what the fuck? That's insane. Um, some of the people who also are, like go into the cave are never seen again. But that's just like probably basic legend yeah. shit. Um, I believe it. They found that pit to hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And then just somebody pushed them down, that is and like then my, they're ooh, like in a, hell. Ooh, like, like one congratulations. Of the giant goats pushed them down. Oh fuck. Like they're exploring, no, and they get all confused, disoriented, <sighs> and they're and then like, you just see like glowing lights off in the distance. Yeah. Behind right. You. And you turn uh. around. There's a giant pit, and right even before you're able to think of what's happening, you just get fucking pushed into a pit. You just feel that like, like pressure and, on your back. And you're and in hell. Fall. Yeah. And you're fucking in hell. And then boom, you're getting fucked and by Satan. Fucking Santa Claus. Over. Satan. Santa Claus. Santa Satan. You hear ho 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 Satan Claus. from the pit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, kill me, please. He's like, you're already dead. Ah! <laughs> they were dead the whole time. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> you fucking bitches. Loss is great. In more modern times, the area has become somewhat of a UFO hotspot with uh, numerous mysterious lights and orbs that have been spotted that are more UFO related than supernatural related. There are ca- cases of missing people missing like spots of time Ooh. and also people have panic attacks all the time as they like get into this place. People who well, have reported never having panic attacks in their entire life, they sort of enter the cave and everything's fine and then when they decide to go down in the tunnels, they get this crazy sense of dread. Mm. There are numerous magnetic and gravitational anomalies. Animals <laughs> Enemas. So there's also numerous magnetic and gravitational anomalies. Enemas. <laughs> such as water flowing oh <laughs> uphill. <my> uphill <laughs> or up your butt instead of out of your butt. Enemas. Um, or in the case of one, uh, there's one specific 200 meter long road um, that's on like the other side of the mountain. And it said that if you like get, you have your car and it's an incline, it's like okay. a pretty steep grade. And if you get out of your car, they'll say that your car will roll up this 200 meters and just like go up it like it's going down a hill it'll go up it what the fuck yeah isn't that crazy that's crazy they also will see uh incline or they'll also see tire marks going straight up the side of cliff faces on this mountain like a like a jeep just like started going straight up a cliff what the fuck yeah isn't that crazy that's so weird so a lot of these more semi science fiction anomaly anomaly stuff started happening after the 1970s because guess what motherfuckers governments get involved with this place obviously we're we're entering conspiracy territory it's the 70s conspiracies didn't really begin until the 70s yeah right like Like we didn't even realize that they existed right jesus christ so in the late 70s there was a well-known ufo researcher known as george balanos and he organized a team 
to investigate the cave. He also has a book that I'll mention later. Okay. Um, The team had collected stories from the surrounding towns about strange lights, figures, orbs, noises, and even ghosts. So shit already went over. When they made measurements in the, in the cave, they found a, an abnormal uh, like magnetic field and a strong smell of ozone at the entrance of the cave, and also that their cameras and equipment were mal- malfunctioning. So they continued doing research here, and this Weird. draws the attention of, guess what? The motherfucking government. Oh, shit. Fuck. So bitch. you have uh, the Greek army, the Greek navy, NATO forces, U.S. military, another club, another club. More clubs. <laughs> More clubs. <laughs> They become interested in the area. They closed off the cave and began extending the tunnel system deeper into Pentel- in the, into the Penteli Mountains. I don't know, y'all. Pendeli, Penteli have been added to the town, the one mountain, the mountain range. I don't know. Fucking people need to make up their mind. Yeah. This whole this whole place is called Penteli. Even the, even the like countryside is named Penteli. Okay, so apparently we... I don't we, even fucking know I think anymore. we currently live in Penteli. Like, I think the earth is called is Penteli. <laughs> like, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Am I Penteli? <laughs> Are we Penteli? Like, my God. I, it's like, seriously, I was getting really mad. <laughs> You're like, where the fuck is... I'm like, how is all of how are all of these things called the same thing? It's fine. It's fine. They close. They close all this off. They use barbed wire to close off the area. They build buildings on the trail leading up to the cave, and they even start to use heavy explosives to excavate the main chamber while closing off other certain passages that had been open. The area was heavily patrolled by guards who forbade anyone to come near it. And also the local authorities claimed that the project was under, quote-unquote, military jurisdiction. Damn. They also said that the only explanation they would get is that the whole tunnel system became a part of of a NATO project. Excavation continued until 1983 when work on the tunnels, sorry, when work on the tunnels suddenly ceased. And officials abandoned the project. Just like literally one day in 1983, everyone's gone. They left. They left tracks. Tracks. They left tractors. They left like big all the buildings. They left equipment. They just left everything immediately. So everyone jumps in and they're like, they're like, fuck, we're gonna go figure out what happened. So this is this is sort of stuff that they found. They found newly made tunnels stopped at dead end cave walls and old tunnels that were sealed off for some unknown reasons. Strangely, also, along with the government's equipment, all of that, like, the tractors, just, like, random-ass equipment yeah. that, that is worth money that yeah. was just dropped and left. That's insane. Um, there was a catch, a cache of cancer treatment drugs that were found in the cave after the government left. What? Yeah. What the and fuck? And I, I was, like, I didn't put that, I was, I was like, I'm not going to put that in the first time I saw it, but I saw it four other times. What the Fuck? Yeah, and I was like, okay, I'm putting it in. <laughs> like, what? I saw that I, on four different websites. I was like, I don't. All that can come to my mind is what? <laughs> yeah, like, wait, what's going on? So, in one instance, a line of fr- footprints were pressed into new a new cement floor that led to a closed off enclosure in one of the tunnels. The footprints just went up to the cave wall and stopped. No footprints led back out of the enclosure, so it appears that the person who left the imprints went directly through the cave's stone walls. What? They also saw, like I mentioned, the tires going up the outside cliffs. Inside these caverns, there were, like, tire marks up and around, like, stalactites. Okay, so now we're getting into story realm. So before I get into that story realm, we're going to go back to George Balanos, who led those UFO researchers or paranormal research. Yeah, was higher here. Yeah, he was the one that drew the attention or the modern attention to the place, which then drew the attention of the the government. government So in 1982, he released a book titled "The Riddle of Penteli." Ooh, um, cool. and you can go and do like extensive research and read about like all the shit he saw and that his his people saw and then he also talks about the legend of the whole, the cave and I the want history to. of this it. This is an insane story. Yeah, it seems very interesting. Okay, so, I'm so excited. The first story. Yes. In mid-April of 1977, a husband and wife uh, spot allegedly spotted a car um, inexplicably perched upon an inaccessible rocky outcropping near the cave where no car could have possibly driven to. So they're literally just hiking up a trail on the mountain and they see like out on top of a rock that there's no way a car could get to a car is perched there weird so they so they go um they're like that's weird and they don't go up to it because they're a little like spooked out and they know legends about the area so they go back down and then three days later they're like hey let's go see if it's still there okay because they're stupid so they, they go, were smart the first time. They were smart the first time to be like, fuck this, we're leaving. And now, here <laughs> enters where the movie gets made about, about No, this. literally. 
So they go back and they look for it. They go back three days later and they find it there. And they're like, okay, fuck. We have to be stupid now. We have to go look. Yeah. Yeah, because there wouldn't be a story. So when they climbed up to where the car was, they noticed that it was completely intact. There are no dents. There are no scratch marks. Like Weird. getting a car up to this place, there would, there's no way there wouldn't be any yeah. wear and tear, you know? And in the snow surrounding the rocks were found a series of unusual large footprints, which were oval shaped. Weird. About a meter long, so about 3.2 meet, three, 3.2 feet long, something like that. That's weird. And meandered up over the rocks and even vertical surfaces where no human being would be able to walk. What the fuck? It is, creep- is fuck? creepy. So, this is creepy. Okay. When the wife went to peek into a cavity in the rocks behind some bushes, she that. allegedly started screaming wildly and oh claimed that she had seen a hideous white <laughs> creature of some sort, which was about two feet tall and sported two huge, luminous, oval-shaped eyes. What the fuck? Although the husband did not see, although the husband did not see it, he did notice the bushes shake as if an animal were hidden behind it, and then uh, the 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 wife screaming and running towards her. Uh, what the, the fuck? Yeah. So the the couple runs away. And then when they returned, even a few days later, so they literally Dumb come bitches. back. Dumb bitches come back. Um, <laughs> they were killed. So the car was reportedly still there, and that the husband claimed to see a huge dark sphere made out of thick black smoke spinning at a high speed that emerged from the car and then started started spinning towards them. <laughs> <gasps> what? This and as like... it did, he said that he was overcome with the most intense dread and meaninglessness he's ever felt in his life last story so there's a group of teenagers and they're going in up into this cave and they're going to go spend the night go camping just you know because it's a spooky place and they're teenagers because duh what else are you doing with your life duh so on the way up they reported that they were seeing uh shadow people off in the distance great um and it was spooked them out so they were like okay we're immediately going into the cave and then we're going into the tunnels to find that one place um Black hole? like the main no no sorry the main cavern with the lake and the temple okay. or the presumed temple that's the only part of that real paganistic shit where there isn't really evidence of a temple but there's yeah. evidences of a ton of shrines yeah yeah the shrines where they did put the yeah. statues but there's also like an underground stuff. lake where these shrines are okay so that's real that's a real account um so in the story they go into the cave and they go this is sorry this is a little creepy so they go into the main chamber um where the ruined temple is and where the lake the lake is and they start to just spook each other out because they're already all spooked that they saw these uh, presumed shadow people walking around the mountainside as they were walking up and one of the guys as he was just shining his light out across the lake has two yellow eyes reflect back at him (gasps) and so he's like guys come look and everyone starts shining their light um yeah shining their light out and it says they all focus the light uh, they all focus their light out into the lake and they spot a bipedal goat man walking on the water <gasps> so it what? says it shrieks and then oh, Im- I, I know i know i know no no it shrieks and then immediately jumps up into <gasps> like the 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 ceiling like into the darkness in the ceiling of the cavern and they all start freaking out and running around so then moments later they hear a loud shriek echo from the cave Run. which starts a chorus of no, 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 moans no. and shrieks from the surrounding tunnels. They're like oh, and ah. um and they just start running and they say they run out of the cave until they get to the, or they run out of the tunnels until they get to the actual cave, like the actual cave the like Develli's cave. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh and that they just like ran out and went home. And there's even, it says, even there's some reports of the teenagers seeing dead bodies looking at them in the lake. Isn't that creepy? So, so, fuck me. So this cave has demons. It has ghosts. It has pagan shit. It has has pagan gods. It has Grecian gods. So it's like every single supernatural scary aspect you want. Yeah, everything you want. Yeah. I want to go. Is it open to the public still? Yeah. So um, the big thing is that it's open to the public and you can just go walk through these buildings that the government's made. Um, as you walk That's up to scary. the to the place, you can go. It's really beautiful. I actually looked at a blog post of a girl who did the hike and took really good pictures in 2013, I think. That was five and years it's, ago. And they're really pretty, like really pretty views you get right before you go into the cave. The cave's really pretty because it has a old or you know an old Orthodox catholic looking church you would think yeah like in our eyes it's really cool it's like half broken from the dynamite that they were exploding but it's really cool 
Um, Ooh, and, like and, and the cave's but... really pretty. I'm way too But I'm not fucking going in the tunnels. Yeah. But I'll go to the cave. I go to the cave, but the minute you're like, let's go to the tunnels, I'm I like, like, you can go fuck, fuck you. <laughs> I'm claustrophobic. I'm afraid of Santa Claus. Like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's um, Develli's cave. Shit. Fun. Well, Toulouse is right next to us right now, holding my hand. Oh, booty. Okay. So today, my true crime segment is a little different because it's about current mood murder case. It's about something that's going on right now, right this very second. Ooh. Right now, on December 20th, 2018, this shit's happening. Fucking hell. Um, it's like eight hours from now. They're like, huge update in the case. People are like, liars. So. Well, like between the three weeks that this comes out. Yeah, right. So as of this very moment, it's December 20th, 1216 in the morning. So fuckers, if something time. came out, fucking shut up. Yeah, if something came out, I will mention it in the next episode. And the part of the reason I'm doing this is because if something ever does come out, I do want to talk about it in a future episode and be like, hey, big update. On the one case that I went through, they found X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So, anyways, let's just let's jump into this. This let's is called it. the Snapchat murders. Ooh. Dun dun dun. Snap my chat. Snap my ch- my. Snatch. I don't have Snapchat. I also deleted my Snapchat. Yeah, fuck Snapchat. I guess I'm just old now. We're older. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I get my nudes in like in real life from Jordan every day. Yeah. So I'm like, eh. I mean, like Snapchat, like I'll join you because you'll have cocaine parties, apparently. Yes, actual Snapchat <laughs> co- corporate headquarters. Yeah. We're your podcast bitches. Yeah, like I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, invite me to your your cocaine parties, <laughs> but other than that, don't. <laughs> so, Libby German, she was 14 years old. And Abby Williams, she was 13. They were best, best, best friends. Um, Libby was the latter of the two. She was outgoing. She was smart. She was a total band geek. She was really, really close to her mom. She played the saxophone. She dreamt of being a science teacher. Um, you know, Libby was just a your very typical 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Abby, she was 13. She was a little quieter around strangers, but loud amongst her friends. You know, classic, classic anybody, really. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, she dreamt of doing something with forensics and police work. Ooh. Um, they set off on a hike on February 13th, 2017. Worst mistake of their lives. The, literally. Um, the weather was great. They knew the local hiking trails, and they had arranged to be picked up after they'd finished. You know, this is in this really small town in uh, in Indiana. It's called, like, Delhi, I believe. Delhi. Okay. Um, really, really small town. I think there's, like, less than 3,000 members of the town. And Whoa. so, you know, there was this, like, abandoned train track and this, like, creek and stuff, and everyone went hiking around this area. So it's not, like, a unknown hiking area. It's a very common, like, oh, you're going to go hike this area. Cool, go hike it for two hours. I'll pick you up in like a second. Okay. You know, yeah. it's a very small, close knit town. Um, not long after Libby's older sister, Kelso, she dropped them off at the start of the Kelso. trail. <laughs> um, right? That's Ebony Show. Lol. Damn, Jackie can't control the weather. <laughs> um, anyway, so Kelso dropped them off, and at about 1 30 in the afternoon, um, they started posting pictures on Libby's Snapchat. Like pictures of them walking, walking on the hill or walking on the trail. Yeah. And at 2 09. Libby uploaded a picture of Abby walking on the Manone High Bridge to her Snapchat. Um, this is a very iconic picture from this case, and I will post it to our social oh, media during the episode highlight. So this is at 2.09 in the afternoon. The very last picture, let me just kind of set the scene for you. So it's a railroad track, and um, underneath the railroad track, there is like a river. So it's quite a big drop between the track, like oh, the abandoned cool. railroad okay. track and the river. And she's walking, and it's like a super... Typical Instagram, Snapchat picture of her, like, looking, you know, all artsy. Um, But if you look close way in the background, you you can start making out a silhouette of a person. Oh, that's creepy as fuck. Now, at 3 p.m., Libby's grandfather tried to call Abby to say, like, hey, I'm almost there to collect you, um, so make sure to be there at the pickup point. Now, at 4 p.m., he called, um, and he, he called Becky Patty. Um, she, and he told the girls that they were not at the pickup point and Libby was not answering her, his calls. It was going straight to voicemail. So he's like, Hey, like now I can't get a hold of Libby. Oh, can't hold a girl. Sad. Can't get a hold of the girls. You know, this is now at 4 PM and they, they just posted a picture at 2 9 PM. So less than two hours before, um, you know, they thought that maybe Abby and Libby were lost. Maybe they were hurt. You know, there's a lot of different things. It's a tiny, tiny, tiny town. They're like, maybe they must be around. But at 5.30, so an hour and a half after they started looking for the girls, they were reported missing. At 6 p.m., the majority of the town joined police in the search. Hundreds of people with flashlights walking in trails in groups. Um, It was pretty actually cool. Like the entire town kind of band together to try to find these girls. Um, At one point, it got too dark, so they knew that they had to go to stop for the night and go the next day. You know, the town safety is involved. 
Um, early the next morning, the girls' bodies were found on the banks of Deer Creek, about a half mile from where the Snapchat picture had been taken on the bridge. Police have never released details of how they were killed. And still, to this day, we don't have any public details about how they were killed. We don't know if they were raped. We don't know if they were strangled, shot, stabbed. We don't know. But we oh, do know their bodies wow. were found um, half a mile away from their last Snapchat picture. So, you know, it's pretty easy to put that together that they took that picture and were pretty much immediately killed within, you know, 30 minutes after the picture was taken. Damn. Um, so now let's go into the pictures, the audio, the social media, all that stuff. The reason why it's called Snapchat murders. So they found um, Libby's cell phone near the bodies of Libby and Abby, and they found that Libby um, had on her pic- on on her cell phone a blurry picture of a man walking down the train track, head down, hat, walking towards them. Oh um, it's believed that they realized they were in danger and being followed, so they took a picture of the guy, um, and then she silently used her phone to record what happened. On February 15th, police released the blurry photo taken on Libby's phone. A week later, the FBI released a short audio clip found on Libby's phone of a man saying, down the hill. It's super fucking creepy. I just have to say that now. That's creepy. It's creepy as hell. You know, we can now, suddenly we have a picture of the man, an audio of the man, and we have one of the last things. But like worse, you have a hooded figure. He has like a hat on. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, just like a, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And now suddenly you're hearing down the hill. This is one of the last things these poor little girls heard before they were killed. And now we're hearing the final order given by their killer like, saying look down, down the, the hill. hill. And if you walk down the train track where they're at, when you get to the edge of the train track, um, right at the end of the train track, there's you know a long hill that's into the woods that leads down to like, the creek bed and all that. And you could, <sighs> It's filled with leaves. And when you walk down, you could hear like you know your feet crunching leaves. And so he caught up to them on the train track and told, forced them to go down the hill. He walked down the hill. When he was recording, you could hear the leaves crunching under oh, the feet. No. So you can hear them going down. And quickly, because I watched reporters and stuff go down the hill, you can quickly realize and feel that feeling of isolation and total dread as they're walking down because now you're suddenly like out of the spotlight from anybody that would be walking yeah. by. Um, a witness came forward and helped the FBI release a sketch of what the suspect may have looked like. And um, this witness actually walked by, you know, a few minutes later, an hour later, you know, a certain short amount of time later after what? the 209 picture. And they didn't suspect a thing. Wait, walked by where? Walked by, like, the train track and the down the hill, like, where they oh, were the edge Oh, of the like, track. walked by? Yeah, like, walked by. So there was, like, a five-minute window where this happened. Most likely, or, you know, this could have been... A 30-minute window or something. Like, who knows how long the window was, like, 30 minute, an hour, an hour and a half from when the girls were actually, like, went down the hill It's and just, like, the middle of the day, people walking. Yeah, this is, like, 2 p.m. God damn. And, uh, you know, some girl was, like, walking down the the, uh, the trail shortly after, and she's like, yeah, I didn't see anything. Like, I saw the guy on the trail. I saw the girls on the trail at one point, like, early Holy on the hike. Holy shit. And so she was able to help them um, get a and sketch she's fine? of the guy. Yeah, she's damn. totally fine. Um, the sketch of the... I mean, like, but, not damn, but she's like, damn, that's crazy how close she was to being the victim or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, maybe he wasn't looking for women. Maybe he's, he was looking for little girls. Maybe he was following them the whole time. I mean, yeah, he was looking for, like, smaller, easier prey. Yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Um, so, anyways, uh, police also indicated that Libby's phone contains more evidence relating to the suspect, um, but it is not being released because they don't want to compromise any future trial. Um, and so I'm going to post a picture of him, the sketch, the audio, all that good stuff on um, Instagram so you guys can see what I'm talking about. So, like nice. I mentioned earlier, this is a really, really small town. So I'm going to go through the reactions, like how suddenly the, the town is handling these shocking murders of these children. Um, and now, you know, we have a picture of the guy, the audio of a guy, but we can't find the fucking guy. Like, it's insane. So, you know, the people who lived in this ta- small town, they were scared, they were angry, that something like this could even happen. And so some of them tried to become their own detectives for the case. Yeah. Now, this is really, really, really sad. Oh. So Libby's grandpa, the guy that want, that was supposed to be picking them up, went there, couldn't get a hold of them. I um, mean, you know, to this day, he... Oh, is he suspected? No, no. He... Okay. Some, like, Reddit people think, he looks just like the guy, but, like... Yeah, that's just people with no time. That's the whole or thing. with too much time. Like, prove me wrong. If it's the grandpa, like, 
prove me wrong right now. Yeah. But um, Libby's grandpa would return to the trails over and over and over again in the murder Aww. site, just searching for clues. And he's like so desperate to find anything to help yeah. him find Libby and Abby's murders. Like every day, like to this day, like this is his life now. It's like horrific and tragic to me and it gives me like an immediate panic attack people all over the town and all over the internet in general because this became huge like i heard about this right when it happened because i'm part of a bunch of id channel and like murder yeah, facebook like Instagram facebook groups. admins yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so i heard about this immediately and i noticed this on facebook um, but especially people in small towns or in the small town of delhi indiana they would, you know, post side by side pictures of like people in the town and the sketch or the picture of the guy. And be like, like, is this be? him? Yeah, exactly. And it got Which so intense. Which is, is like becomes not helpful. Well, that's the whole thing. So yeah. it got so intense. The police actually had to come out and say, as we continue the investigation into the deaths of Abby and Libby, please refrain from posting pictures on social media. Um, sites of innocent people side by side of the sketch of the picture of the alleged suspect by doing so you take away from the investigation by slandering yep. and possibly hurting those people and their families yeah so pretty much you know people were so desperate to help they were kind of hurting the situation at the beginning because the police were like guys you are now accusing like the baker down the street of murdering <laughs> these two girls and that's yeah. just a, a soccer dad that has nothing to do with this yeah, he's out of town he has a hat with the same color yeah it's so like what? now yeah. you're distracting like from the useful tips and leads now you are just yeah you're inhibiting like the progression yeah exactly yeah. But, you know, it still goes to show that, you know, this entire town was so eager to help, which yeah. is pretty cool. Like, there's pot, there's so plus, sad. there's pros and cons to what they did because there's big pros because they're actually there. There's this huge feeling in the whole town, like, let's figure this out. Let's help in any way we can. Um, people would do anything from looking in the cells. They would drop food off of the detective's house, the family's house of the victims. You know, it was a really big sense of community of trying to help each other yeah. work through these murders emotionally and also try to actually find... And this was in what year? 2017. A year yeah. ago. Yeah, wow. Okay, so the whole town became involved. Um, stores in the courthouse, they hung up teal and blue ribbons in honor of Abby and Libby because those are their, their favorite colors. Mm -hmm. uh, people in the town replace their front porch lights with orange lights and they turn them on every night while they sleep in honor of the girls um they all agreed the entire town to have the orange lights in their front porch um until the case is solved to this oh, day wow. every night if you walk into the town every house has an orange light in front That's of it light. in honor of abby and libby oh. which is like it like brought tears to my eyes like yeah, looking at the cute. pictures it was just and I wrote in all caps, I'm sad. <laughs> like, it I'm was just sad. so meaningful and Crazy horrific and sad. And just all these, all these things. Um, so now let's get into the police and FBI. So the police set up a special force to investigate the killings. Um, the FBI became involved and they set up a special force station in a building near the local horse, in, not whorehouse, near the local <laughs> courthouse. This, is a very, this story is getting different. Damn. I'm like, near the whorehouse. Near so anyways, house. how's your sex life? So, the FBI became involved and set up a special force station in a building near the local courthouse as tips and leads began pouring in by the thousands. Um, a year on, the tips and leads were about 11,000. Ooh. Um, so, you know, there's at least, they said, one new tip every day that's still true right now. Uh, but no suspects have ever been identified or arrests have been Shit. made from all of these leads about the double, ho double homicide. There was a person of interest, though. Um, in September 2017, a possible suspect was identified with the arrest of Daniel J. Nations in Colorado. Um, Nations is a registered sex offender in Indiana and was driving a car with expired Indiana license plates at the time of his arrest. Nations was arrested in a woodland park for threatening people with a hatchet on a monument hiking trail. What the um, fuck? A bicyclist was also fatally shot on the trail around the same time Nations was allegedly threatening people. Um, when he was actually arrested, they found a hatchet and a gun with bullets matching the bullets that was in the bicycle list. Now, the picture of Daniel Nations was released to the media. That's when everyone started realizing this guy looks eerily similar to the sketch mm -hmm. they created for the Delhi murders of Abby and Libby's killer. Um, and an El Paso County Sheriff's official told reporters that there are many similarities between the cases and stated that the Indiana investigators did not want any more information released. So it's important to realize at this point, if you haven't already, the investigators covering this case in Indiana were very tight-lipped at exactly what's going on. We don't know how the girls were killed. We don't know if they were raped. We don't really know what other incriminating evidence on the phone 
what that was there because they released two pieces. They're like, but there's more. So they're really being tight-lipped about this. And I'm, I started getting the idea why because the town was becoming so involved. So if they release a bunch of information, they would get every person thinking they're detected yeah, and be like, it's Billy yeah. down the street. And they're trying to actually weed out the emotional or if you, tips yeah to the logical it, because the ones. more details you get the more emotional everybody will get and yeah. then that maybe make the town turn against each other exactly especially become such violent. A small town. Yeah. and like if these 13 year olds were like raped that's gonna add like a whole nother level to this or oh if they people were, like, just shot. go like fucking crazy exactly so i kind of i understand why they kept the details so private hearing the reaction to the town already yeah so i was like i get it because like you know with, with really big towns like some of the murder cases I've covered in the past, their podcast, they release every detail. And so I fa- thought it was really interesting they did it. But I kind of get it. I understand why. Because it's already like so crazy that everybody's trying to be involved. Um, anyways, going back to Daniel Nations. Um, so he was sentenced to three years probation on January 5th, 2018 for the charge of threatening hikers in Colorado, like I was talking about. Yeah. But he wasn't charged with the murder of the bicyclist. There wasn't enough evidence to prove it. I don't know. I didn't look into that case. It's totally separate. I don't Damn. know. Um, so, um, he has an active warrant from another county, so he is still being held in police custody right now. Um, now... Because when did this take place? This was in January 5th, 2018. So, 12 months ago, um, he got probation. Normally, you know, probation, you just walk free, check in with your probation officer, but because he had another warrant, um, they held him into police custody. Okay. Um, now he was eventually transferred to Indiana on an unrelated charge on January 24th. Um, it had something to do with the sex offender stuff. Um, and now in early February 2018, police announced that he was no longer considered an active person of interest in the Delphi murders. So something cleared him of the interest. Oh, shit. To, that, to this day, from February of 2018 to today, December 20th, 2018, um, the case is still ongoing. There are no suspects. There has been no arrest made. There is nothing. There are tips still every single day. You know, their small town is doing everything they can to bring justice for these girls. The sheriff and the FBI are confident that eventually they'll be able to figure out this guy. You know, it's just, let's figure out this murder before this becomes a cold case, before the evidence becomes too old. So it's still an active case right now. So this is why it's so different from my other podcast segments. I've talked about how, oh, it's remained unsolved for 40 years, or oh. Yeah, there's only been, like, one that's been unsolved. That 40-year, the one that happened near Lake Erie. The torso murders is unsolved that one yeah the mad butcher so. how he like killed a bunch of people and then he was friends with some gay people mm-hmm. there was a, black, a guy that a was a black gay. person yes there was a black yeah. yes there were so they're like minorities yeah there's minorities involved there's like, like there's a gay person a black person and at that time and i was like oh that's like two big minorities for that time yeah, yeah. but this one is the only one that still remains unsolved to this day case is still open um so if you guys are listeners, uh, our wonderful, beautiful listeners out there, if you guys have any information, any tips or anything like that, um, you can go ahead and call this number. It's 844-459-5786, and you can uh, leave them a tip, and you can also remain anonymous. Um, that tip line, that hotline has been open ever since the FBI opened up their special inv- investigation center. And like I said, tips come in every day. This is still an ongoing case currently, right now, this is going on. They don't know. So if you guys know anything at all or have any ideas, go ahead and call that number. And so all that being said, my question to you, Corey, is anyways, how's your sex life? She is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good. Is it? <laughs> Reference to she. Chris and I are watching True, uh, True Detective season <gasps> one. Oh, the best. Uh, it's literally the best show I've ever seen in my life. I remember I watched damn. it when it came out. I watched it with my aunt Nancy, so good. and I, like, teared up. It was so good. I can't – so, like, I can I can 100% deal with the grittiness and the corruption because it goes into the corruption mm-hmm. of, like, the church and the state and yeah. stuff like that. I need to rewatch that I show. can deal with that shit the first time I see – the first time I see a new enter any form of media. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is bothering me, but it's new, so I can keep with the intrigue yeah. and it gets me through it. But watching this again – it's really hard. I can only take oh, like really? one or two. Yeah, I can only take one or two episodes at a time because I, like I just get really mad when you get into like the like the reverend is is hiding things yeah. that attribute to these crimes, etc. Like it just really man, it I gets to me. It makes show. me so fucking mad that I am not. I stop enjoying what I'm watching. Interesting. Because I know what's gonna happen. I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, but. that is the hard part about any mystery show ever. Is like. It, it just gets so frustrating because there's always it. like a, a hint of corruption somewhere yeah. and you and know those the storylines just is... always make me so fucking pissed yeah 
True Detective season two is terrible. I though. never saw it. Yeah. It's. I watched the first episode. I was like, nope. Like compared to yeah. the first one. I think like I say er, in an earlier episode that Patrick Wilson was in season two, but that's not. It's not True Detective. It's uh, Fargo that he's in. Like, okay, two. I do remember you talking about that. So because I because I remember. And I you was even like, question. What? You're like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, he's in it. No, I'm. 100% I was like, I thought wrong. it was Vince Vaughn and uh, so- <laughs> Amy Adams. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a thousand percent wrong. <laughs> That, I was talking about Fargo because they're like semi similar. We're wrong sometimes. Yeah, we're That's wrong okay. like one percent of the time. That's true. I'm wrong like sixty nine percent of the time, and yeah. I admit that. I'm wrong like fuck. I don't want to say four twenty. Fuck forty two percent point forty two point zero percent. Yeah, yeah. I'm wrong four point two zero percent. There we the go. I'm wrong six point ninety percent. Well, let's see. My sex life is great. It's Good. still December. It's not the episode. Yeah, we haven't. Nothing's happened, guys. Sorry. Nothing's happened. It's been like, like five days. It's our it's last. It's been recording like five session. days. And what am I doing? We just been fucking working. We've been working. Okay. Yeah. Jordan been and I had crazy, detective. awesome drunk sex two nights ago. Beautiful. I hit bruises on my shoulders and my arms from Ooh, it. It was hot. That's fun. And um, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Simone and Toulouse have been psychopath. Oh, I bought. I spent over a hundred dollars on Simone and Toulouse's Christmas presents this year because I'm a psychopath. Cute. I got Simone a little teepee. I got Toulouse um, like twenty something toys with a like a variety pack of kitty toys mm-hmm. um, with a giant fish that's made of catnip. Oh. And I got them like feather toy, all the good, all the good cat stuff. My life is true detective. Nice work. Random grinder sex. Nice. Uh, unnoteworthy random grinder sex. Damn. Um, <laughs> and then I started playing God of War. Mine's which mainly is completing my life. The Iron new Chef one America that came out in March. What? Mm-hmm. Mine's mainly Iron Chef America and French fries. Ooh, and then I'm watching the Great British Great British Baking. Yes, show. you are. Yes, bitch. yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. It's so fun. Yes. I don't even know if we mentioned it last week. Paul Hollywood is my bread daddy. No, Jordan's my bread. The daddy. one with the, yeah, we've talked about it. The one with the perfect hair, right? Yes. Yeah, he's Jordan's... like beautiful silver hair. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he has Jor- really pretty hair. Yes, Jordan's my bread daddy. Paul Hollywood's yes. my grand, my bread granddaddy. Granddaddy. And nice. Mary Berry's, I wish. And I don't like Mary Berry because you're a demon. She reminds me of a mean, you know what? Bitch. Yeah, Old a mean woman bitch. bitch. She's amazing. I don't you're like wrong. her. I still don't like her, and I've seen like ten episodes. I named my tobacco. I don't like her. She's her. mean. She's the best. Paul she's Hollywood's a mean way girl. meaner. She's a mean Paul girl. Paul Hollywood's like way, way more intense. No, he isn't. Because even though he's critical, he's nice about it. Mm. And she's just a mean girl. Ah! <laughs> I'm heartbroken. I don't like Mary Berry. Heartbroken. I said it. Wow. There we go. Anyone who watches The Great British Baking Show. I mean, she's better at me than like a thousand things. I'm not going to say she's a better person. I'm not going to not say she's a better person, but I think I don't like her. Oh! I think she's a mean girl. I'm so sad. Yeah. I love Mary Berry more than almost life itself. She like just, I mean, she's just old, so she probably just doesn't care to hide her disappointment. She's a raging alcoholic. So she's just she's like, old. whatever. Where are you getting that from? She's I... totally goals. Because she drinks, like she, she's like, oh, rum. I love rum. Oh. Like always. <laughs> like anytime they like make anything Maybe alcohol, we're talking about... Let's look up this same person. Are you talking about Prue or Mary Berry? There's two old I don't judges. know. I'm going to show you. Mary uh, Berry's old as fuck. She's in the first couple seasons. Okay, yeah. This girl's old as fuck. Yeah. Mary Berry. <laughs> she loves gin. She loves and rum. Mary Berry. She gets lit, fam. Yeah, I don't like her. She's literally the best. She looks like a mean old Mormon mom. She's, I don't like her. She's the nicest human that exists in She literally planet. looks like... Like God, the might... General Lee Society leader, and I don't like God. Her. Might be real because Mary Berry exists. No, <laughs> she's evil. I think I this is the first like person her. we've ever disagreed on. Yeah, this is the first person we've ever. I'm gonna tweet on. her and be like, "Fuck you, Mary Berry. You <laughs> tore our podcast apart." <laughs> In like a week, I'm like, anyway. This so is like the first topic we've disagreed upon. <laughs> it's true. In the five years of best friendship, this is the first one where we were like, "You're wrong." Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah, Mary She's Bear's, 83, go her. Yeah, she's kicking it. And she's going to die in, like, any minute. So fuck Like, yeah, I don't want to take anything away. Like, she's obviously achieved awesome things. She's just mean. She's the best. <laughs> she's literally the best. But she earns it. She's 83 and rich and has a dynasty, like, a baking dynasty. Go her. But, like, she's Goals. mean. She's a mean girl. Ugh. <laughs> well, fuck that. So, yeah, anyways. How's your sex life? Ah. Uh,
Yes. Happy New Year? I guess it's the episode after New Year. Go to the fucking gym, you bitches. Go to the gym, you bitches. Go to the or fucking gym. Drink with us with our drinking game. Or drink and eat fucking in and out. Bye, guys. You have two choices. Bye. <laughs>